Welcome to Talking Baloney. Calvin Coco Pop. This is Boots. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's going on? No script allowed. What are you, some kind of bot? Come on, people. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want a pickle, you gotta give him a pickle, right? <laughs> I want to be a movie star. Wow, that sounds so interesting. Fresh and quick. Oh, Part of the Baloney Nation. Jim Dizzy. You guys still there? Hey, Ooh. what's up there, big guy? What's going on, Jim Dizzy? <laughs> Just, uh, you know, chilling. Chilling, doing, getting, did a little yard work earlier, fixed the riding lawnmower, you know, kind of just everyday life stuff. <laughs> so you're chilling like a villain. Chilling like a villain. You know what's funny is I'm looking at the video right now and all I can yeah. see is my head. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's just face. Yeah. It's like the, <laughs> the hoodie, the dark hoodie just blends in. So it's just like somebody poured this face into the hat. <laughs> That's all you see <laughs> right there. <laughs> But you're sporting uh, the Dunder Mifflin once again. Yeah, you know, it's I got a ceiling fan right above me, so it's a little chilly. So the, the hat's actually kind of nice. <laughs> now, so that's obviously from the office. Correct. Uh, how's the feedback in uh, week two since we declared Seinfeld the winner of sitcom madness? No changes. People be hating. <laughs> now, what, are, what are some of the things they're saying? Still can't believe you picked you didn't pick the office it's like yeah the hate's still there <laughs> it's well, it well, has not ended <laughs> so we, we did get a lot of feedback on sitcom madness so i thought okay. what we would do this week is a baloney nation hotline special all right i'm down um one of the things not necessarily negative feedback, but a lot of questions about why wasn't this show included? Why wasn't this show included? You know, so, hey, you know, we'll, and we'll address it. <laughs> we're going to do that right now. Uh, let's do it. Let's get, let's, let's clear up the elephant in the room. <laughs> so here's one of the questions. What are your thoughts on shows that didn't make it to the sitcom madness tournament? Now, the person who wrote this in included a long list of shows. And uh, we'll just kind of go through them one by one. Okay. Punky Brewster. How many seasons was it on? Not many. I'd say two or three. Yeah. Literally, the guy in the show was already so old that he shouldn't have been adopting a kid anyway. Yeah. And you already knew he was going to die in a few years. So, <laughs> you know, again, no staying power. The show's on two, three years tops. Was it that good a show? No, not really. I mean, I, I didn't really enjoy it. I don't know if I was, I mean, we were both kids when it was on, but I don't know. If, I don't know who the audience was. Was it a show for kids? I it, I don't know. And, you know, I think at the time there wasn't a lot of talk about, you know, old people adopting kids. Yeah. <laughs> that now. Yes. Maybe then, maybe it was a little ahead of its time. Maybe people weren't ready for it yet. Hence why it was only on two or three years. Well, in a similar vein, the next show listed here is Webster. Which is like the same premise. A mm -hmm. uh, young kid adopted by older couple. Um, this time it's Emmanuel Lewis as Webster. Correct, yep. I did watch Webster, but I wouldn't say it was like a great show. I wouldn't say it was one of the best shows of all time. 
No, I think it's if you would have put Punky Brewster and Webster together, we got different strokes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe yeah, if they combined the shows. We could have done a different a different kind of different stroke show. <laughs> that's that's uh, my take on those two <laughs> it's a different take than i think most people yeah. would expect <laughs> so it just, you know it just seems like they were both maybe going down a path that was maybe ahead of their time yeah and i don't even know how big a factor the adoption was like it was mm-hmm. they were sitcoms the adoption was probably an issue in the first episode and then maybe yeah. at some point they referenced it again but Essentially, it was a family sitcom with, you know, in the case of Webster, he was, uh, you know, Emmanuel Lewis had this disease that made him look like he was five years old, but he was actually mm-hmm. like a teenager. Yeah. One of my uh, favorite stories, Ricky Schroeder told this story on a late night talk show. And, you know, he was the star of Silver Spoons. Yep. And Webster was filmed like in the same lot. And they were like... He was like in the area where like kids were like playing and he was playing with Emmanuel Lewis and he was like picking them up and like carrying them around. He didn't realize he was like the same (laughs) age as him. He thought he was like a (laughs) five-year-old. You know, it's, you know, definitely not making fun of anyone's disability or anything on the show because that's not what we do. No. (laughs) But it's. uh, This this is something Hollywood used to do, exploit. That kind of thing. You yeah. saw it with Gary Coleman. Yeah. Gary Same Coleman thing. was much older than the age he played. I, it's, it just neither one of these shows really saw looked like or felt like they had staying power. Just no. maybe maybe it was the writing. Maybe it was the just the networks trying to cram shows down everybody's throat at the time. Yeah. Uh, so there were a lot of shows that were on ABC Friday nights. Mm-hmm. The TGIF. Uh, a lot of those <laughs> thank, shows. <laughs> thank God it's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those shows didn't make it to the sitcom Madness. Uh, one of them is Family Matters. Now, the Steve Urkel character, I was probably, you know, beyond the point of believing that that could actually be a character who existed mm-hmm. in real life. So I'd never mm-hmm. bought into the show. You know, a couple things about this show. A, it was annoying as hell. <laughs> yeah. The character was annoying as hell. And B, what's with the open door policy where the neighbors just come over, walk in your house and. <laughs> <laughs> Different we times. Do, yeah, we definitely don't do that now. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. This was I, uh, the father, the, the cop that was in the show. Yeah. I, I like I liked his character. He was always I always liked him because he was in Die Hard. Sure. He you was know, a diehard, but that was it. That was the extent yeah. of my like for the show. You know? Yeah. The Steve Urkel character. No. No. Nah, nah, it wasn't it wasn't my thing. Can I do that? <laughs> right. Oh, I hated that I show. Mean, I think people who liked the show were probably in the certain age group where mm-hmm. it was funny. But I think yeah. any adult who watches that has to yeah, uh, you, but we're, you we're not making met- fun of. No, but you have no. mental problems if you're watching that yeah. show as an adult. <laughs> Thanks for saying what I wasn't going to. <laughs> no worries. 
Thank you, Waffle House, unofficial sponsor of this show. <laughs> Can you imagine if Waffle House was a sponsor? Oh, my God. Pancakes and waffles every day. And oh, that, yeah. ham, that Virginia ham. Just, let's just stop and think about that for a second. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. <laughs> How about the show Perfect Strangers? Again, this is going to be one of the shows I don't think I ever really watched it just because I maybe watched one or two episodes, but that's it. Yeah. I I did watch it uh, a bit, but it, it was kind of one of those shows again where, I don't know, there was something about the shows that were on ABC that they always seemed very un, unrealistic, unbelievable. Lackluster. That too. Yeah. <laughs> like... You had to buy into the concept of Cousin Belky. And I, yeah, if you don't buy yeah. into that, then the show is kind of pointless. Again, kind of an, an another annoying character. Like, yeah. they were going down that road of having one annoying or one or two annoying characters in the shows. I just, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> How about the, this is a show we've talked about, A Different World, spinoff of The Cosby Show. So didn't make the cut. No. And if this was a this was a little bit this show was you know dealing with more like some older top, you know, like adult topics. Right. Um I like this show. It just I just don't remember it being on enough or having that kind of draw where I wanted to, you know, sit down, you know, I can remember when other shows were on TV, we you would make time to sit down and watch that show. You want to know what was gonna happen. It was like family night. I don't remember yeah. it being that way for a different world. Yeah. I, I used to watch it and I mm -hmm. liked it, but I don't, I don't think of it as a show that was very funny. Like yeah. you said, it, it was a show that dealt with like big topics, you know, it was mm -hmm. a college set. So yeah. there lots of uh, issues like date rape and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Very, uh, very topical and not, uh, not a lot of room for humor. Yeah. Very, you know, they, there was some, some forced comedy in that show. Right. You know, but that's, yeah. I see that show as more of a, you know, stomping or starting ground for like these actors and actresses to go off and do other things. It's kind of like a holdover point for them. <laughs> <laughs> kind of was. Yeah. Uh, moving along, Designing Women is on the list. <laughs> I absolutely hated this show. Couldn't stand it. <laughs> Couldn't stand it. Yeah. It was like a rip-off knockoff of Golden Girls. <laughs> Not as funny. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, it didn't make yeah. the list, and it would. I don't think it would it, ever. We could do a uh, hundred and ninety sitcoms and want to make the list. Well, if we were doing a list of a hundred shit shows that were out there, <laughs> this would be on <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, let me write that down for future reference. Hundred shit shows. <laughs> <laughs> it might be up there in the top 10 <laughs> yeah we might have to do that episode to find out yeah we're definitely what is the biggest what is the biggest <laughs> shit show out there <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of shows on this list that are shows i i've kind of think of as like shows for kids which mm -hmm. is you know boy meets world Again, maybe I'd watch it if it was on, but I just, not my thing. You know, kind of a rip off of the Wonder Years. 
Well, it had Fred Savage's brother. I don't yeah. know if there were too many similarities beyond that, but I just, you know, I at this point I think they were starting to recycle some of these shows too. And it's kind of had that vibe to it. Yeah, it, it's your typical sitcom about little kids in grade school. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I guess if you're, you know, a, kids love the show. I mean, they yeah. brought it back recently. Mm-hmm. A modern update. It's it's yeah. popular, but I don't. Yeah, I wasn't one of the best of all time. No, not even in that list. Not even the. We'll save that show for another another show one other day. <laughs> oh, you think it's on that list? <laughs> oh, it's on that list. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, a show that you mentioned, and you actually already talked about it briefly, why uh, you think it didn't make the list, but we'll talk about it again. Silver Spoons. Yeah, I, this, this show is hard because I, I like as much as I, I enjoyed the show. And we was all right, but it was that sh- show with the I'm a millionaire, you know, family and the kids just like cannot embrace it. Like you throw me in that lifestyle and I'm embracing it. I'm driving the Ferrari. I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I got video games in my in the room, in the living room with a train that drives around the house. Just the kid just cried too much in that show for me. Just always drama, drama, drama. <laughs> <laughs> Just couldn't embrace the millionaire lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I liked the show when I was younger, but again, watching it again recently. Uh, don't go back and watch it now. Oh, it's, it, yeah. It's kind of tough. The You can almost see him reading the script cards, like someone's holding up the cue card, and you can you catch their eyes going, oh, yes. Uh, and then they're looking back, and yeah. you're like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> I will give credit. Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. Played uh, the friend on that show, and he was great. Yeah. And you, you can see awesome. like he had actual like real sitcom talent. You can mm-hmm. tell even at that young age. Yeah, hey, think about it. Look where their careers went. You got Jason Bateman, who's in all kinds of big blockbuster movies, and you got yeah. Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> How about uh, Third Rock from the Sun? Again, I I remember watching this show, yeah. um, but I just don't remember it having any kind of like draw power to me. Like, I gotta watch it, gotta watch it. You'd watch if nothing else was on, but it, yeah, it was yeah. never appointment television where it was like, oh man, tonight's third rock. What's gonna gotta happen? See, gotta see it. Gotta gotta know what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> and it it also falls falls into that category of. You know, it was, it was a bit ludicrous at times. Yeah. Sometimes they went too far. Agreed. Great cast, though. John Lithgow. Oh. Great actor. How can you go wrong? Uh, young jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so good, again, great cast. Yeah. <laughs> great cast. <laughs> uh, the next couple of shows on this list I actually really hate. So the, mm-hmm. we might come back to these when we do our 100 chit show list. <laughs> yes. The nanny. Yeah. Fran Drescher. I yeah. hated this show. <laughs> Was there more annoying person on TV than Fran Drescher? No. <laughs> Stupid show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just one, it. It, 
I never, ever got the show. Didn't I never got it. Didn't care if it was on. Didn't care when it wasn't on. <laughs> Still don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mama's family. All right. I like this show. Okay. Um, but it's, again, it was one of those shows where if you've seen one episode, you've seen them all. And the the mama <laughs> in the show, everybody just reminded me of somebody that just, they just kissed her butt all day. It's, <laughs> yeah. But I would, I would say this was more of a uh, start for like the Roseanne shows and those things like down the road. You know what I mean? Same, yeah. same kind of, same kind of vibe. I almost swore up and down sometimes like the Archie Bunker show is like the same. Or was it all in the family mm-hmm. or uh, yeah. Like they were yeah. the same set. They almost looked like they were the same set. <laughs> So, Mama's Family, of course, started as part of the Carol Burnett show. It was a mm-hmm. skit on that show. And when it was on that show, it was really good because you had, you know, Vicki Lawrence still played Mama, but Carol mm-hmm. Burnett was the daughter, and uh, Tim Conway was the son. Top mm-hmm. comedic talent. When yeah. the show went to syndication and only Vicki Lawrence was there as Mama, it just, you know, the caliber yeah. of talent was not there. Yeah, and things start to be, you know, forced after a while, and it's just uh, sometimes they shouldn't write some of these shows. They should just let these co- comedians go out there and do their thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think that's part of the problem with that show is they had Vicky Lawrence, and then the rest of the cast was just kind of generic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, another show that didn't make the cut that I've heard from a few people, uh, is the King of Queens. Kevin James. Yeah. Great show. Um, but it's okay to defend the show. Um, the sh- you know, I love their humor. They were, just, they were mean to each other in this show. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. If you've ever watched this show, I mean, they're. They're like they're kind of mean to each other. It's a funny show. Don't get me wrong. Anything with Kevin James in it, and um, I cannot remember. Is it Remy something or other? The actress's name and uh, the father, all time great. You know. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to like the show. I just could never get into it. Um, you know, it, Kevin James is a likable guy, but mm-hmm. I just never bought into the the whole show and. Fred Stiller is the father who was so great mm-hmm. on Seinfeld. I don't know. It just, just wasn't. This is one of those shows I, I started watching kind of like late night. you like, I didn't even realize the show was even on and I started watching it. So you're like, Oh, I'll just keep watching it. Cause it's funny, yeah. but it was never that show that you like, you had to tune in to see. There was never a, there was never a continuing story from week to week. It was just right. every week was thrown out there. Let's throw it against the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> Well, you know, it's a traditional show. Um, mm-hmm. Was it a spinoff of Everybody Loves Raymond, or it was just produced by the same people? I, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, the Drew Carey Show. Nope. Yep. Could never, could never, ever get past the lady with all the makeup. Mimi. Could Yes. Same here. 
we, we, we've talked about it. Like, if you don't buy into Cousin Balky, the show doesn't work. If you don't buy into yep. Mimi, and I sure as heck didn't, mm-hmm. to, me, to me it was like you had a show that was almost like a good show, but mm-hmm. then it had like this fourth grade level of humor with Mimi. Mm-hmm. Just terrible. Awful. And you know, the crazy thing is, is Drew Carey is a comedian, and he has that natural ability to make you laugh, and he's a great he's comedy gold but you put him in that four setting on the show and then you know and poor guy now is hosting wheel of fortune or not wheel of fortune uh price is, price right. is right and it's just yeah ugh. i never found him very believable reading his lines either no like in a sitcom setting it he didn't seem comfortable or natural i don't know no no sorry drew can't uh <laughs> you'll you'll make a list one day (laughs) some of these shows are good we're just saying maybe they weren't quite good enough to make the top 64 and don't forget we broke it down by decade yeah so what you're really talking about is it one of the best 16 shows of the decade it aired in Mm -hmm. some of these just didn't make the cut yeah Uh, but we got more to go through and we're gonna take a break sweet come right back Hey, thanks, Waffle House. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey. welcome back to Talking Baloney, folks. That's right. We are doing a Baloney Nation special. We're answering questions from Baloney Nation, and we're in the middle of the longest question we've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and you know how you ask questions on the show 585-484-1770 folks it's up on the screen that's how you ask questions that's right you can yeah. send us a text message which most people mm-hmm. do or you can leave a voicemail we'll play your voicemail on air and we'll answer yeah. that question this ain't no this ain't no zoom call you texted in us <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we were talking uh shows that didn't make the cut in our mm-hmm. sitcom madness 64 show bracket. Mm-hmm. And we left off uh, talking about Drew Carey, but we'll, I think we're done with that. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> uh, next show is uh, Murphy Brown. Same thing. This was a, to me, it just had that feeling of, I don't know. It was like a, like a, almost like a little bit stolen from moonlighting with Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd and like a, it was like a crossover of like a couple different shows in a one and like maybe designing women. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hate, I hated, I hated the show. So I did watch this show and I, I did like it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, set at a news station, Murphy Brown, the investigative reporter, I mm-hmm. uh, get the behind the scenes of the news station. Then they always hung out at the same bar. You had that kind of style. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, it's so hard to say, like, this is one of the top shows of the 90s. And to me, it just missed the cut. It was very close. Didn't they bring this show back? Came back uh, two years ago. Uh, it, it was a continuation. So Murphy Brown is, man, she must be in her 70s by now. Um, it didn't, just the revival didn't work. I gave it a shot. We'll watch like the first episode. Just, mm-hmm. uh, 
wasn't the same, you know, too much time has yeah. passed. Yep. Again, folks, we talk about this a lot on the show. Staying power. Yeah. Some shows got it. Some shows don't. Now, this next show I like a lot, but you talk about staying power. I don't think there's been very little mention of it anywhere. Mm -hmm. Mr. Belvedere. I, I like this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this show. It was a good show. I, yep. you know, it just, I, again, didn't have staying power, but I like the show. I like the premise yeah. behind the show. Um, you know, it's, you know, unfortunately you and I don't get to make the, you know, write the scripts and, uh, you know, renew their contracts. <laughs> and it, it's a good show. Mr. Mm -hmm. Baseball, Bob Euchre, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The uh, the back and forth between Mr. Belvedere and the young kid on the show, Wesley. Mm -hmm. You know, great stuff. Yeah. But it's in the terms of the 1980s, who, what show are you going to take out for this one to make it? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lots of great shows in the 80s. I think Mr. Oh, Belvedere yeah. is just one of those ones just – on the cusp, just didn't quite make it. Correct. Agreed. Yeah. Here's one that, uh, also from the 80s, mm -hmm. Charles in Charge. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Not even I, no, no consideration? No. no, this is right on that level of who's the boss. Okay, who's the boss made the cut, though? Yeah, who's the boss made the cut? But this Charles in charge was, we were really forcing it down someone's throat at this point. Like, <laughs> so Charles in charge was originally on like CBS, mm -hmm. was canceled and returned in syndication with a different family, but still Scott Bayo and Willie Ames as his sidekick buddy, buddy Lundbeck. Mm -hmm. I did watch every episode. <laughs> I like, I liked it. I, I watched every, I watched them. I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, it was one of those things where you're like, all right, well, it's on, I'm going to watch it, but you know, it, I might've taped it every week. <laughs> you never know. I might've been that big a fan. Great theme song. Charles in charge of my day. Charles. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> so, but you know, I, I'm a realist quality wise. It's not like the best show ever. I don't mm -hmm. think it's probably in the top 20 for 1980 shows. It just didn't make the cut. Correct. I'm with you. But I liked it. Yeah. it was. I mean, I would have watched it if it was on, but I wouldn't have gone out of my way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't uh, tape it every, no. every, every Saturday at 7? No, this must have been the period of time in my life when my VCR was broke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Likely story. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the next couple are submitted by other people besides mm -hmm. the person who had this first question. Mm -hmm. uh, someone asked about Superstore. This is that. Uh, hey, this TV show is still on too. From what you know, I uh, literally just just ended. They just had just their end? series finale uh, a few weeks ago. I could never get into this show. Couldn't do Me it. Either. Just yeah. Couldn't get into it. You know. I, I think they tried to do like characters from like the office and, you know, parks and rec. It's, it felt like they were trying to roll all those shows into one and just 
trying way too hard. Yes, that's exactly what I would say. They 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 didn't really have the comedy material there, and they were trying mm-hmm. too hard. Yeah, I I, I didn't. I only, I only watched probably two episodes, but it was enough to know that yeah, this wasn't a let, show for me. Let's be, and let's be honest. I mean, this stuff's supposed to be taking place in like a knockoff kind of Walmart, and yeah. uh, stuff like some of the stuff that they pulled on this show actually happened. There'd be a lot of lawsuits. Oh yeah. <laughs> So there has to be some believability here. <laughs> right. We, we talked about that with The Office, where the mm-hmm. early seasons of The Office felt like it was really a show in a paper company. Michael yeah. Scott did videos that looked like something a guy would do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Later seasons of The Office, they lost that. And I feel like Superstore had that same problem. Yeah. Things were just not realistic or believable. Nope. Again, topic comes up a lot in this show. Believability. Yeah. Uh, the next show goes back a ways. Kate and Allie. No. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't know. I don't know much about this show because obviously it hadn't. It didn't draw me in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> so this was, this was a CBS sitcom when we were probably like nine years old, and it, yeah. I don't think it was in our uh, demographic. It wasn't a show for us. It wasn't in our wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Have I seen the show? Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. remember much about it. I Me neither. Had, there were some kids in the show, but. Uh... I mean, I, I think at this point, you know, we're thinking we're nine years old. I think I had a some yellow AM FM stereo headphones with an antenna that stuck up the side of it where I could <laughs> You know, at nine years old, I think like Bonnie Tyler, totally clips of the heart was on the radio all the time, and Barry Manilow, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I think we're in that generation where you know maybe we weren't allowed to stay up that late to watch the shows. <laughs> yeah, and it, it also I think it was surrounded by shows like that CBS style of show, like Alice. Mm-hmm. Shows that really weren't for kids, I would say. Alice. That's the diner show, right? Yeah. Love that show. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think that show was from the 70s. That's why I didn't yeah. make the cut. We, yeah. we didn't what have was a it? 70s bracket. What was that guy's name? The guy, the, the diner owner? Mel. Mel? Mel. Yeah, Mel. That's right. Yes. Uh, the, <laughs> Love that guy. The, the one waitress who said, kiss my grits. Yeah. Kiss my grits. <laughs> Kiss my grits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I would love uh, to say that to people all day. Oh, yeah. Looking, can you help me find this? No, kiss my grits. <laughs> <laughs> you should try it out just yeah. once. I'm going to try it out at you know, one of the car places one day when I'm looking at a car. Like, can we help you find some? No, kiss my grits. <laughs> <laughs> but like, sir, are you having a medical emergency? Yes, kiss my grits. <laughs> Just keep saying it over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, a few more shows here. People have mentioned. Uh, someone wrote in and asked about "Give Me a Break." Give me a break. So this was—I want to say this was before Roseanne, wasn't it? Yes. I think this laid the foundation for that kind of show. Um. Yeah, my opinion, but I think this was the original Roseanne show. 
And uh, this was a show that um, I liked. I like the uh, show. You know, Nell Carter was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, gave us uh, Joey Lawrence his first uh, TV role. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, pre whoa, if you can yeah. believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Inter- interesting footnote. If you ever see the Cosby Show pilot episode, mm-hmm. they use the house, the set from Give Me a Break for that first episode. Mm, interesting. Lots, lots, yeah. Little tidbit of info for the audience. Uh, I'll give you another one, too, because. Mm-hmm. You know, when you do a pilot for a TV show, you're not going to go to the expense of building a brand new set. Mm-hmm. So the pilot for Hanging with Mr. Cooper, they used the house setting from Growing Pains. Wow. Eh. Yeah. That's See, all you got. Recy- recycling. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's great when you stumble across Hanging with Mr. Cooper for that one episode. You're like, why are they in the Seaver's house? What's going on? Um, and the last show isn't one submitted by a user, but it's a show that I had uh, cut from our episode that I thought we could mm-hmm. talk about. Uh, okay. Louis. Louis. Uh, Louis C.K. Oh, yes. I his remember. Sh- his show on FX. Uh-huh. Now, this is a show if Louis hadn't gotten into trouble. Mm-hmm. This is a show I would have put very highly in the rankings for uh, the bracket. You know, and I can honestly say he was one of my favorite comedians before all this stuff came to surface. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll rebuild someday and he'll be doing his thing again. Maybe. I don't know. You know, people learn to forgive, forget and whatever. But, you know, he's got his own demons to deal with. And but, man, prior to all that, the dude was a. Man, comedy yeah. genius. And he did a show that was funny, but also very dramatic and very, I mean, sometimes every episode was like a movie mm-hmm. and the show could go anywhere. He, he, like he wasn't bound by structure of, okay, this episode follows this episode, follows this episode. He would jump all over. Um, mm-hmm. It was really groundbreaking TV. Yeah, he had a show that he used to do on one of the pay on the one of the pay channels too. Um, it was late night, and it was almost like a, almost like they were doing a play in front of a live audience. And uh, I remember watching that a few times, and that was that was pretty good. Yeah, that show was named after the bar that it was set in, and it was a, a very dramatic show. Steve mm-hmm. Buscemi was in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the woman from Roseanne, who played Roseanne's sister, was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I remember watching it a few times. I was like, "Wow, this is a pretty different for a comedian." Yes, mm-hmm. but he did some stuff, and now we can't celebrate the work that he did. So, no, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Louis. <laughs> Actually, well, you should be the one that's sorry. But I mean. <laughs> We've got uh, more. All right. Nation. Should they reboot Married with Children? No. I feel strongly in this. No. You could not bring this show back in its glory and its form that it was in then in today's world. You would just. 
It would ruin everything that the show was then. Now, someone was tossing around the idea of bringing the original cast back and doing Married with Grandchildren. You still don't think that would work? No. I think at that point you're just doing Modern Family all over again. Um, but I, Well, yeah. Very different comedy, though. Yeah. But I don't even think you could pull it off. I don't think you could even pull it off. Not it just... We're in a different time now where the humor that made that show what it was then just it, it can't be done no more. It's. <laughs> yeah. They, no. they would push the envelope, though, I think. And I think oh, they yeah. would uh, test the waters of what you could do. As long as it was still on Fox. I mean, Fox doesn't seem to really give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't really care. Friday at 8 <laughs> on Fox. <laughs> yeah. You know, you could do after that, you could do followed by married with grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncut. <laughs> uh, here's one that's, I'm not even sure this is a question, but if Cheers were made today, it would just be called The Bar. I really think we have an anti Cheers person on our hands, is what we have here. Well, I, in a way, I think they're making a statement, you know, mm -hmm. like The Office. Know, uh, maybe Cheers would, you know, in modern times, if it was produced today, maybe it would look more like The Office. Maybe it would be mm -hmm. filmed differently. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of what I liked about Cheers was there was it was always that wide shot when they were filming. Like yes. you had, you always had more than four or five characters in every scene. You know what I mean? You always had somebody in the background. You had Sam at the bar. You had Coach. You had or Woody yeah. Harrelson, depending on what year you were watching and you always had, they, they got the whole bar was in the shot all the time. And if you want, you're binging it now, as you watch the yeah. show throughout the years, you'll see the same people at the bar mm -hmm. and you'll, you'll start to recognize faces. And then occasionally some of those faces will get a line. You'll be like, Holy cow, that guy talks. Yeah. Like there's always a guy sitting off in the back when they're shooting directly at the bar, there's a guy that sits off to the left and there's a couple that sits off to the right. And later on in the seasons, the couple on the right actually starts to talk. And the guy <laughs> on the left, all he ever does is order his drink. And he'll throw in a little one-line zinger here once or once or twice. Yeah. That's it. The, old, the really old guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the best. Like, just cut him a check. Here you go. Say two <laughs> things and just sit there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So... I think that wraps up Baloney Nation for uh, this week. We're going to take question. a break. You know, we did forget one show that I actually enjoyed back in the day. But okay. I think it's, I think um, it was The Fall Guy. <laughs> okay. I don't think The Fall Guy fits into the sitcom. It criteria. doesn't. <laughs> no. But to, but to me, it was a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> well... We had so much fun with the sitcom bracket. I think next yeah. March, maybe we do a, a bracket for action shows. Oh, yeah. We have to. Definitely. And I think we'll we'll talk to Fall Guy then. All right. We'll be throwing a little A-team in there and a little. Oh, whew. yeah. that's It's going to oh, be tough. Yeah. yeah. Lots of shows from the 80s. Oh. You're never going to see that again either. Never. No, not like that. So, when we come back right. for break, we've got 
Jim Deasy's latest beef jerky reviews. Woohoo, it's coming. It's Uh-oh. coming. <laughs> and then we're going to catch up with what we're watching this week on Talking Baloney. <laughs> Welcome back to Talking Baloney. <laughs> he is hey. Jim Deasy. I he is the big, big guy. guy. <laughs> hey. Hey. That was in a rehearsal. <laughs> uh, hey, so you yes. know that I'm in the Jerky of the Month Club, right? Oh, and we love it. So. Think about this for a minute. How different National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation would have been if he was enrolled in a beef jerky of the month club. Would have huh? never been an issue. Never issue. He wouldn't have had a, cousin Eddie wouldn't have had to go steal the boss and bring him no. over. No. No. The whole but family man, would have I, celebrated. I got two new ones in the mail this week and I saved right. them for the show. We're going to sample these live and on air, but we're going to do the first one, folks. This is SoCal jerky. Okay. That pineapple is pineapple teriyaki. teriyaki. Wow. Correct. Have no idea. I, you know, I hear a lot of people say you should never put pineapple on anything. <laughs> hey, who knows? And then the second one we got. Jawbox beef jerky. Ooh, made with grass-fed beef. Grass-fed beef. Now, so, is there a, uh, a location on that one where it comes from? Uh, the grass-fed one, there it just says Denver, Colorado, distributed from Denver, Colorado. Okay. This one is from California, hence the SoCal company. Yes. Actually, <laughs> it says on the front something beach. Uh, it says Newport Beach, California. Ooh, the ritzy part of town. Oh, yeah, folks. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Presentation, packaging, kind of bland. Let's go packaging on this one. Boom. And there is a lot of beef jerky in this bag. Yes. That does this look one, really a lot. Not so much. True. I kind of like that know. simple design, though. Yeah. Kind of a cool is, logo. Is Jawbox. more better? Is more better? We don't know. We don't know. Let's find so, out. Which one shall we open first? Let's go uh, Jawbox. All right. Folks, just so you know, I haven't tampered with this in any way. Boom. How's, how's the aroma hit you? How's the smell? Okay. I'm going to say there is some Whoa. Peppers. peppers stuff on that this is, one. That is loaded. Yeah, it's got some. Uh, What's the flavor on that? Does it have a designated flavor? No. <clears throat> wow. That's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spicy. Ooh. Got a little. Ooh, oh, oh. It gets you. Yeah. It kicks you in the back of the throat real quick <laughs> afterwards. Okay. We'll try one more. But just to give you an idea, here's a bigger piece. Yeah, that is loaded. They got a lot of peppers on this one. So here, one more. Okay. So I'm going to rank this up there pretty high right now. Can you hold that uh, up again? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see the back. Okay. 
Eat what the pros eat. Apparently, this thing is very high in protein. Athletic performance begins with nutrition. Yeah. Wow. Um, high protein, gluten free. Okay. Ooh, that's got a little bit of fire to it. I like it. It's a it's like a hot wing. Ooh. Yeah. That's got to You know what? We got to wash that down with some coffee. Yeah. Really get yeah. The, really get the get the stomach going. <laughs> it cleanse the palate. Oh, all right. Here we go, folks. Whoops. <laughs> SoCal so pineapple. Pineapple teriyaki. This should okay. be interesting. Let's get the. Ooh, I'm not gonna lie. This smells delicious. Really? <laughs> yeah. You can smell the pineapple. No, it's got a. It's got a. It's more of a jerky smell. All right, here we go. Big pieces in this bag, too. Yeah. Oh. All right. Very bland. Don't even taste any pineapple in it at all. Very bland. Just almost like a plain beef jerky. No. No fire. Mm. No sweetness. Yeah. It should just say Yaki. Teriyaki. Yaki. <laughs> just ter- it should just say teriyaki. That's about all I can that's about all I can taste. Yeah, okay. we're going to we're going to fix this, folks, real quick. Here we go. <laughs> but yeah, no real pineapple in it. I don't taste the pineapple. Maybe it's by design, I don't know. We'll try another piece, another big what? chunk here. Wow. You uh, hold up the back of the package for us too. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. It's good. It's really good if you like plain beef jerky. But right now, I'm going with this. This is my favorite so far. So far of those two, or so far overall of the so far oh, so far of overall of this little beef jerky thing we've been doing, I got to hand it this one. Simple, simple, and to the point. This it's got the right kind of fire to it, the right kind of heat. Yeah, doesn't taste plain. It feels like you're actually eating some kind of beef jerky. Sorry, folks, for the camera movement. There's a cat walking across the area, <laughs> but yeah. I gotta say, uh, take two. <laughs> <laughs> you still got I'll it. Uh, I'll be here all week. <laughs> so, last but not least, we'll try one more. <laughs> I'm telling you, you might want to try this one, folks. Jawbox. Jawbox beef jerky, grass-fed, high in protein. It's what the I athletes see. are eating. Obviously, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> I see now it does have the word spicy in very small print. In the, uh, very, window. very small print. Um, yeah. It's very. Like a little logo to the right left there. of Jarbox. Right there, right there in the spicy. Yeah, so uh, beef jerky challenge so far, I got to say. Very regular beef jerky. Very well done, Jawbox. Very well done. 
Folks, try it. I'm telling you. I know beef jerky. Is that your slogan <laughs> for the uh, beef jerky taste off? Next week, I will have a T-shirt on that says, I know beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be available at uh, TalkingBaloney.com. Correct. Correct. Uh, right along with your, if you want to plenish your, you know, clean the palate, get your Talking Baloney thermal cup. Not just for hot beverages, folks. Cold beverages in the summertime. You're saying oh, yeah. it keeps cold beverages cold. Oh, yeah. And it keeps hot it beverages hot. It does them both. Wow. This ain't no McDonald's cup here, folks. That's a real authentic talking bologna cup. <laughs> so we're at the, our new segment of the show where we talk about what we're watching this week. Yes. Uh, what do you got for us? So I, you know, I've been binge watching Cheers. Um, yeah. I've actually gone back because I've been going through a little Cobra Kai bug lately. And I went back and watched a couple little episodes of Cobra Kai just to replenish the old memories, you know, <laughs> just to make me feel what I've been missing on Netflix for a while. Yeah. Um, but I've been going back and watching some of the old movies uh, from the 80s. Okay. <laughs> Sp- Spies Like Us. <laughs> you rewatch Spies Like Us. Oh, my God, dude. It's... It's so good to watch a movie like that now. Yeah. Versus you just don't see the ah, the characters, the the character interaction between like they're just playing off each other through the whole movie. And yeah. to me it was great. You know, you just you don't see that anymore. To me. Um I did try to give Silver Spoons another shot this week. Uh no. <laughs> no. It's, never gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) and i did watch the first episode of growing pains just to see where things were at with the just to replenish where everything was going and okay oh what'd you think of that you know i probably would have kicked the kicked the kids out by now (laughs) wow after one episode you're ready to get rid of after one episode i'm ready to get rid of them and uh (laughs) I got to say, the little bit of heat from that one jerky's got my nose tingling. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. That's what that's what you want for a jerky. Yeah. Uh, so I watched uh, Mortal Kombat, the new, the new movie released on HBO Max on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you going to say? It's, uh, if you like Transformers, if you like those movies, you'll love Mortal Kombat. There's not much character. There's not much story. There's uh, very bad acting. But the action's pretty good. The fights are intense, and there's a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. Are they ever going to make a... And here's the thing. You're either with a Mortal Kombat movie, it's, that's, your, that's in your wheelhouse, or it's not. So if it's not, you shouldn't judge the movie. And if it is, speak the truth, because you know it. But I've been reading so much on Twitter this week of people saying it's trash, it's this, it's that. And then there's other people on the other side saying it's one of the best movies they've seen. Yeah. Cardi B and liked it. it. Oh, well, then, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I that mean, ends every conversation. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I mean, you might as well say one of the Kardashians like it. <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> oh, well, then, who, who can we? Who are we to say otherwise? 
I know. <laughs> I thought I hated it, and then You're... I saw that. I was like, well, maybe I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I also oh, watched uh, this week uh, Peacock debuted a new show, uh, Rutherford Falls, starring Ed Helms. And it's from the producers of uh, Parks and Rec, The Good Place, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You might know Michael Schur, the creator, as uh, the character Moe's in The Office. Mm-hmm. This is uh, occasional cameo. Mm-hmm. So it has a high pedigree, Ed Helms, playing, uh, I think, a good Ed Helms character. <laughs> uh, as opposed to later year Andy, when he was... Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, Rutherford Falls takes place in a fictional upstate New York town. Mm. And, it, and it's kind of the, uh, well, you can see where they're going. It's about the indigenous people and uh, the white folk. Ed Helms plays the uh, descendant of the founder of the town. And he's kind of trying to preserve that legacy. And then you have the indigenous people who are looking to, you know, have their culture represented. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of groundbreaking in that sense. Not something you've seen on TV before. So mm-hmm. far, I'm two episodes in. It's a little bit funny, but it's kind of interesting. I want to see where the story goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I recommend it. Check it out. Okay. Peacock. Peacock. <laughs> How can you not recommend a show that's on Peacock? Yeah. Peacock. Who came up with that name anyway? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. (laughs) I will say that, uh, you know, I'm thinking about binge watching some uh, Mel Gibson movies here this week coming up. Maybe start off a little Passion of the Christ, a little. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Followed up with some Lethal Weapon, you know, get the heavy stuff out of the way first. Yeah. Is there a follow-up to Passion of the Christ? No, no, there, there isn't. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I, so here, funny story. I saw this on, it was on one of the, the TV shows and it's dark. I get it. They're taking the spinoff, uh, you know, stories from the Bible and stuff like that. But holy moly, this is a dark movie. You're tackling a big subject there. I mean, we don't do politics and religion on this show. No, I'm no, just no. doing I'm doing it for the movie. <laughs> I'd like to hear your opinion of the movie. Yeah. You know, special effects. I don't know what kind of CGI I'm going to see. I don't know. You're going to see a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking about watching them do all the Lethal Weapon movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe a little bird on a bird on a wire, a little Goldie Hawn, a little Mel Gibson. Okay. You know, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn before her face went all kinds of crazy, you know? Yeah. Uh, before, can I ask why the, the Mel Gibson uh, kick? Uh, no reason. I just happened to see, I just happened to see it. If you like this movie, you'll like this. And then all of a sudden, boom, it had a whole list of Mel Gibson movies. And I'm like, why don't I Mel Gibson? But <laughs> if you, if you watch a Liam Neeson movie, yeah, it'll refer you to, you'll like some Mel Gibson movies. Don't know. I did watch Old School again this past week too as well. Little Will Ferrell never gets. It sucks watching it when it's edited. Oh, you watch it on TV? Yeah, horrible okay. man. They cut out all the good stuff's cut out. 
Yeah. I find it hard to watch uh, movies I like on TV that way. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, nowadays you can probably find it streaming somewhere. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Right. It's, you know, hey, I want to hear what people got to say. What are you guys watching? What's everybody else watching? What's the nation watching? Let us know. 585-44-1770. Yeah, what well, he said. <laughs> but until next time (laughs) yeah we'll uh we'll find out what happened with all this mel gibson stuff next week yeah you never know i might you know i might start watching and be like i'm not feeling it and i might go a whole different route who knows yeah (laughs) can't wait to find out next week on talking baloney talking baloney (laughs) my rocket two bucks (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Roar!